All right. Welcome back. Happy New Year 2021. Doesn't feel like it, but we're in a new year. So I always have the energy in the new year of our next guest. He's not super famous unless you follow my page. And you know, I love him. I love it. I love his energy. I love now, I don't know if he's an INTJ lifter anymore. We're going to have to find out. I know I'm an INTJ. I don't know if I'm an INTJ lifter. I don't know if I've earned that right to call myself a lifter. But uh, I always like to start the uh, new year. I always have the masculine, divine, masculine, kick-ass, take names type energy. And I always feel like I'm trying to channel somebody like our next guest, Dark Iron Gaines. Welcome, Dark Iron Gaines. He's on Instagram and YouTube. But you can really, I repost a lot of his stuff on Instagram. Welcome, Dark Iron Gaines. How are you tonight? Good, man. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Thanks for always coming out with, you're not a repost page. You are pretty much all original content. And I, I really appreciate pages like that. And how long have you been doing your page? Honestly, I, st- I started doing it back in like 2016, uh, and then I kind of dropped off for a little bit, and uh, I made a couple. I mean, I still did OC in 2016, but then I, I kind of, you know, quit and started focusing on other stuff. But I brought it back up. I, I picked it back up last year, or no. Yeah, I guess last year, like in 2019, and uh, and it's been doing pretty okay since. So, I but consistently, I guess for like a year, I've been doing it. Yeah, no, I think that's about when I've been on it, and it's, uh, I, I, I kind of, it, it, there's a left side of Instagram, and there's a right side of Instagram, and I feel like your page and a lot of your followers are more on the right side of the equation, and I feel like this this year, I, for whatever reason, the Trump, the lockdowns, I feel like my energy, in the beginning of Instagram, when I got on it, was very very lefty, and almost too, too fruity, much much different than I am now, and I feel like as I balance my energy with a little bit more masculine energy, I'm not gay or anything, but you know, I'm just like this six foot five skinny dude who likes to float and smoke weed and just chill. And so I try my best to get into pages like yours to try to channel that energy because your page is full of not only your content, but I get, I get off on your your followers comments man your, your the comments on your page are hilarious so why did you start this page dude honestly uh well i try to uh, to be i try to stay away from politics for the most part but you could you could probably guess where where i stand with the i put out and, and stuff i reshare uh i basically started it just because i wanted to uh i just wanted to make like i i so i, I used to watch a lot of rich piana came out with this theory called bigger by the day and i always thought you know this dude is like a genius the stuff he's doing like it's like it's he it's so layered i don't think people really understood how brilliant the actual series was uh and so i was like dude brilliant you know you could totally make meme for this stuff you know like just the stuff he says he's like a character and so i started doing that and that's kind of what inspired me to do it was basically Making memes and, and and kind of trying to point out the layers of irony that kind of is in the in the fitness community on on YouTube or was in the fitness community on YouTube. Now it's just kind of make uh, you know whatever. It's more esoteric than anything, but 
Uh, you know, for the most part, though, I do try to stay away from politics. But but it is funny because I'll throw that stuff in there a lot. And, and the people who comment, my followers, I love my followers because they always they come up with stuff. And half of the time, the comments are, are more entertaining than the actual post. Like I'll post something, you know, that's because a lot of times I can't really actually think of what I'm going to post. And I'll just put something together and be like, OK, I'm going to post that just because, you know, trying to do OC every day. It gets uh, you start running out of ideas. So I, I just kind of put random stuff together sometimes and then it just takes off because uh, the followers like manage to find some sort of, I don't know, meaning that's behind the meme and the comments that they leave are just hilarious. So sometimes I'll make memes based solely off comments. I try to keep the engagement high, you know, I guess my whole purpose with making the page was kind of making this. I just wanted this community, uh, this fitness community. That, that's kind of under the radar, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the people that follow me have a humor that kind of flies under the radar and it's not highlighted mainstream sort of uh, YouTube vlog thing like that. So that's one thing I kind of wanted to bring to the surface because I know, I know if I'm like that, there's probably, you know, thousands of other people that are like that. So, and that was basically my main was kind of bring people like that together. Well, you know, you know, that's what's interesting to me about it is me in the psychedelic community, it's like if you get into the memes there, you get a slice of, uh, you get a deep dive in some of these pages into some very heavy concepts and a lot of the in, inside lingo into the psychedelic community. And I find the same with your page. I find myself like, I didn't know about, I didn't, did, did mommy milkers come out of the, the, the weightlifting community or is that, is that something outside of it? But it, there's, I feel like there's a lot of terms I find on your page that I don't, you know, that's like the niche of the weightlifting and the, the bodybuilding community. Like what is, what is a natty? What is a natty lifter? So a natty lifter is just a, basically a natural athlete or a natural uh, lifter, someone who hasn't really taken steroids or anything like that. Uh, and then, yeah, as, as far as the terms go, like mommy milker, <laughs> uh, that's, I've, I've seen like, you know, I always thought that the, uh, like the, the mommy dom memes were funny, you know, like the yeah. dudes who kind of like, ironically wanted like a mommy dom or something. Uh, and so I just thought it'd be funny to start saying mommy milkers. I don't, I'm not going to say I'm the one who coined it or anything. Uh, I've seen other pages use it. Uh, but I think the fitness, uh, I guess the IG fitness verse did popularize the term because <laughs> I, I see it more on the fitness Instagram side than I do on any other uh, sort of uh, meme verse on the IG uh, app. So, well, yeah, I but think yeah, I there's a lot of lingo. There's a lot of lingo that does go into it, and, and a lot of it just derives from cultures that I'm into. And I just kind of try to try to fuse it into lifting, and it, it usually it works out pretty well. Like INTJ lifters, for instance, you know that's another that's another sort of term that kind of uh, sorry about that. That's another sort of term that kind of derived from something else. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of lingo that goes into it, and and some stuff we make up, some stuff has been around for a while. Well, that was the thing is, uh, you know, I'm into the Briggs-Myers stuff. I'm not like an expert at, by any means, but I definitely know what I am. I've taken the test many times and more times than not, I come up as INTJ. And so I saw that one day you were, you know, I don't know if it was ironic or not, or if you really were an INTJ, but you'd been talking about that for a long time. And, you know, like INTJ lifters rise up and all shit like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw you recently, I didn't catch it live, but I guess I saw you're like, you got like, what is this? Uh, is that kiss makeup or who is that? The, the crow? Uh, it's, it's a really, it's a really cheap rendition of the crow. <laughs> right. Not and kiss it, makeup yet, but it's close. 
And it says here, I'm looking at your comments. I watched the video, but I guess you 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 found out you were ISTJ instead of INTJ at the end. Yeah, dude, I got black pilled. Oh uh, no! What does it mean to be black pilled? By the way, I think I know what it means, but I want to know what your definition is. So black pilled is basically uh, like man, it's hard to explain. It's basically like, do you know what what doomers are? Well, that's what I thought it was. It's like you've had the red pill, but then the red pill didn't take you anywhere. So now you're you're just it's just doom and gloom. Yeah, basically a, a black pill is doom and gloom. So it's like, and, you, and, and the way you use it is like, you know, oh, uh, I asked Stacy out to a date, but she went out and chatted, and, you know, black pilled again. Like sort of like, kind of like, okay, my life is depressing. Uh, it's it's kind of normal at this point. I'm black pilled. Yeah, I find a lot of people. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I find a lot of people on your page are, it seems to be doomers and what doomers seem to do is they take their, I don't know, their rage or I see a lot of memes on your page about sad guys that are just, I guess, taking their sadness or their anger out in the gym. Yes. Yeah. Very true. And that so, actually happens quite a bit. It's just, you know, cause I look at these pages and there are certain memes like specific to your page, but a meme in general uh, with other weightlifting pages is yeah, this, this giant sad guy who's, uh, you know, sad about his ex. And I always find that funny that, uh, you know, I, I, I think sometimes a lot of people are depressed because they're not exercising, because they're just eating a bunch of shit food. They're not getting their blood pumping. They're not getting their heart going. They're not breathing. And as, as a byproduct of that, they're feeling like shit. But then I look at these pages and I'm like, well, these guys are super depressed. And, they, you know, it looks like they're, at least their biochemistry is at least going in a uh, you know, they they look relatively healthy. I mean, I don't know if sitting around in a gym all day pumping is good, but it seems to me like it would be. Yeah, <laughs> I think the the lifting uh, sort of black pill is is more derivative of the kind of like hardships they have with their personality. You know what I mean? So like, so like a bodybuilder physically, uh, you know, not a bodybuilder, like not a not a professional bodybuilder, but an actual lifter, you know, physically will probably feel great and and you know feel feel wonderful and all that. But when it comes to like actual personality, a lot of times, and this is kind of this is kind of why I thought about a lot of times, you know, people who work out, you know, consistently are a little bit uh, antisocial, or, or you know, they have problems just right. kind of connecting with people or talking. And so I think their depression, most, and I and I've and I've gone through too. Uh, I kind of work. Depression mostly comes from a. Uh, not to be rude but a lack of character and i think that's what bothers them more than anything so it's like you know they'll lift and they'll get big and jacked and ripped and then and then even when you're big jacked and ripped you know it feels bad to get uh basically basically turned down by a chick that you would be into you uh because either you don't meet the criteria uh, when it comes to personality or when it comes to achievements, you know, career or anything like that. Uh, so I think a lot of the problems come mostly from, from, from social issues and social anxieties, but you're right. People do all day and they're not drinking water, two liters of diet Cokes and they're, you know, like just riddled with anxiety. Uh, I think that does come from lack of activity, you know, like people not going outside. I think help you feel better like if you're anxious i mean i can't tell you how many people who have told me man i feel like crap right now and i've just been like oh dude go outside you know walk around get some fresh air drink some water and they do it 
and all this the day is like you know turned around 180 degrees you know i don't know so there is something about being active that that i think humans just require some sort of movement and some sort of actual nutrition not just sugar and donuts and whatever else these people are eating yeah I think you make a good point with the lifters there. I guess they just have a lot of times just one dimensional personalities and, you know, a, a, a shredded body's not going to make up for that. And a lot of times I've asked many, many women this because I'm six foot five. I'm, I'm older and I can basically still eat what I want and not gain weight, but I'm getting to the age where I'm going to have to start working out or, or I'm going to start paying a price. But I talk to women and I'm like, do, do, do women really want some fucking giant shredded ape like guy? And I'd say, at least 75% of the women I've asked that question say no. They'd rather have, uh, you know, a, a guy that's not, you know, fat ass that's out of shape, but, you know, an average guy uh, yeah. or, or a guy that's in or a skinny guy. Like a lot of times, it seems, chicks don't want that. They don't want a huge, I don't, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a personality thing. And I, I'm assuming, I'm telling these girls, okay, well, let's assume he's got a great personality. Still, I think. I don't know, maybe they're intimidated or maybe it's about, maybe the guy cares more about his body than the relationship. But a lot of times I'll ask women and they'll say, no, they don't, they don't prefer that. Yeah. I've, I've talked to a bunch of women about it and, and a lot of women say they, they don't prefer it uh, at first. And that's, I, I get that uh, because, you know, it's kind of a red flag to, cause to a lot of women, they think, you know, if a guy is that big, like he's probably got some issues to where, you know, he maybe he had some sort of like self-confidence issues like that. Uh, and to them, you know, maybe that just signals some sort of insecurity. But a lot of women, uh, they also just don't like, yeah, I, I, a lot of women just don't want to uh, be with a super ripped guy. And this, and I'm speaking, this is pure anecdotal, uh, you know, experience. But I've, in the past, I've been with like, you know, I mean, of course we dated, but they, they explained to me at first they didn't want to date because they thought it'd be like some sort of competition like, you know, it, it's almost like not hotter than they are. They feel sort of insecure with with being with a ripped guy. They'd rather a guy who's not necessarily. Back in if they have. Well, are, are you walking around? No, are you walking? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you, are you walking around? I'm really losing you. No, I'm uh, here. Let me, let me. Uh, let me see if I can get a better area. I'm like, no. Yeah, the whole last part of that just dropped out completely. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a better spot. This is good anyway. This is like, uh, pe people like my podcast because it's real. It's no, there's no script and there's no commercials. It's just, we just roll with it. Yeah, just real deal, unedited. Okay. Can you hear me now? Oh, that's so much better. Okay, sweet. Uh, so yeah, tell me that story again. You were you were saying it, and it completely dropped out. Okay. So basically, in the past, uh, you know, I've talked to some women who. Hold on one second. Basically, I've talked to some women who uh, they uh, they they kind of felt like you know being with a ripped dude uh, was almost like. Uh, you know, it was like a red flag. The dude was kind of like, you know, he obviously had some self-esteem issues or something like that uh, for him to get that big. Also, it's like they'd rather be with someone instead of instead of having a 10 out of 10 dude, they'd rather have like a 7 out of 10 just so they could kind of reel them back in if they had to or, you know, not have exactly. to. Exactly. 
exactly. not have to feel like there's much competition out there. And I, I get yeah, that. I've seen that. And so, I mean, and I get it, you know, a lot of, a lot of women aren't into physically ripped dudes. Uh, and honestly, if you're lifting to impress women, you're going to be kind of disappointed because a lot of, a lot of women don't care about it. They care. I mean, you could be, you know, like tall and lanky and still, you know, pull chicks just by, you know, being a cool dude. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not necessarily something you need. To, oh, dude, uh, I've totally, to I've totally figured that out. That's why. When I was in high school, I had a friend, or no, it was high school. We were in college, and uh, I guess it was uh, what's what's it called? Uh, it's one. It's, it was a steroid. I can't remember what it was called, but he wanted me to take some with him. And I'm not much of a gym guy. I said, "Dude, if I take that, I'm going to grow tits." I go, "I'm not going to work. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not going to work out, and I'm just going to be wasting my time, money, and all this other stuff. And I'm going to screw my body up, and it's going to be for nothing." So he ended up doing it, and I guess he got big for a while. But then again, it eventually turned into tits. So. Uh, are you a natty lifter or do you use uh, chemical substances? What's going on there? So right now I'm a natty lifter. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I've been natty for about uh, three years now. Uh, just cause you know, I think I want to get as strong as I can naturally. Uh, and then also pop out a couple kids. And then after that, I'll probably uh, start blasting again, just cause I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to worry about my hormones or anything like that when I'm trying to have kids. So yeah. Uh, but in the past, I have used I, – I, I worked out naturally for, like, six years. And, uh, you know, I made a lot of gains. I got ripped, though. I got more ripped than I did uh, big and strong because I, I focused more on what's called volume, which is uh, just high reps, uh, lower weight. And, and I did a lot of that. And it worked. I mean, I got shredded, uh, but I didn't gain any strength. And so what I did uh, once I turned about, I guess, 22 – I, I uh, went through this little like depression spell just because I was working so much. I, I worked in the blue collar industry and I worked out in a small town called Sweeney for uh, natural gas compression, which is basically we were building these big engines and I was working like 12 hours a day, uh, six days a week. And then I would drive two hours uh, to and from. So it was basically a four hour drive a day uh, from Houston to Sweeney. And so, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to basically, uh, focus on life or anything social or anything like that. So I kind of, I kind of went through this sort of depression spell. I wasn't sleeping a lot. And so I ended up, uh, you know, doing some research and I, I found out, you know, that testosterone has a lot to, uh, has a lot to do with personality, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert on this, but, uh, so I started taking testosterone and from there, you know, I, uh, I kind of developed a bit more of a, uh, I guess, uh, masculine outlook on life. Wait, wait, wait. So and, hold on. So, so you're saying that that caused you to look at it in a positive way then you, you thought that that was going to help you in a positive way by, by doing it. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't necessarily hopping on testosterone for gains at first. I just hopped on it because I hopped on the, as like the smallest dose I possibly could, uh, to feel good basically. Right. And, okay. And, and so, and when I started doing that, you know, I was like, okay. And I, of course I started seeing gains from that, uh, and, and, you know, once, once that happened, dude, my life like turned around like hundred percent. And, uh, I, so, so what I did is I took that, that experience and I kind of internalized it while I was going through, uh, what I was going through and, and I just kind of made it a part of who I am. And so that's why I've been able to kind of carry that same sort of, uh, I guess, outlook on life with me, uh, you know, even though I'm not on testosterone anymore. And then, you know, of course, just to, for fun, I experimented with D ball and, uh, that's Winstrol. what it was. It was Winstrol. That's what my friend wanted me to get on Winstrol. I said, no. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Winstrol. I took Winstrol for a little bit and uh, 
you know, I got shredded on Winstraw and stuff like that. So, but honestly, dude, none of, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend taking any of that stuff. The only thing I would say, you know, could help in the long run is testosterone. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they actually need testosterone. And I think testosterone is, is it, I think it is a viable sort of uh, therapy for people who actually have depression, at least males. Uh, I think, I think it's kind of overlooked a lot of times. I think they just kind of, they say, they say, oh, this guy's depressed. Let's just give him, you know, whatever uh, Xanax or whatever they give depressed people. Dude just needs to do some pumps, man. He just needs to get pumped. Yeah. Start lifting for real. So do you, do you listen to Joe Rogan? I do every so often, yes. Okay, so you're not like a Joe Rogan super fan, though. No, I'm not a super fan. I don't hate the guy, but I'm definitely not like a Joe Rogan super fan. Yeah, I feel like your, your page has a lot of that similar primal and prim monkey Joe Rogan type. You know, lunk, I guess, would be the word. Uh, do, do you scream in the gym? Do you, what, what gym do you work out at? So I used to, dude, on, okay, so I used to work out at 24 Hour Fitness. Uh, and that's a corporate gym uh and it was super tame the environment is like super tame you know and that's understandable it's just people who go and they probably just want to you know stay in shape they don't want to get out and you know make it like they don't want to just be like beasts or anything like that so i get it it's a tame environment and it's a corporate gym so i used to work out there and i didn't scream i didn't scream at all dude for like the first like dude honestly like the first i don't know eight years i didn't scream in the gym like at all and then recently, uh, actually, when the lockdown happened, uh, before, I, before I heard they were going to start closing gyms, I, uh, I canceled my 24-hour membership. And I just went and bought a bunch of home gym equipment. And, and in my home gym, I started screaming. And that's where, you know, that's basically the only time I, I started screaming. And now I joined a hardcore gym called Iron City out here. And it's, it's a pretty cool hardcore gym. A lot of pros go to it. But I scream there too because you know they don't care. It's kind of an underground gym. So now I scream, but but before I didn't scream like at all. Okay, no lunk alarm. Yeah, no lunk alarm. Although, uh, uh, you know, if I did walk into a Planet Fitness, the lunk alarm probably would automatically go off. <laughs> what city are you in? I I live uh, on the outskirts of Houston. I kind of live like going a little bit more towards College Station. So are you guys locked down still? How is that? Because I know at Florida, we're not locked down at all. How's it going over there? Houston is not really locked down. Uh, I mean, they have restaurants. They have capacity limits. But to be honest, I don't think, I don't think people are even like listening to that. Uh, but yeah, it's not, it's not really locked down anymore. Uh, so it's, it's fine over here. So would you think that getting out of that gym membership and doing it at your house, do you think that's helped in creating content and creating the character of dark iron gains? Dude. Yeah. 100%. And I tell people all the time on my live streams to, uh, to quit their corporate gyms just cause you know, I, uh, corporate gyms are killing your gains, dude. If, if you can't go ham in a corporate gym, dude, like, and, and it doesn't, the, the kind of environment that a corporate gym has, it's just not like an environment that as a lifter, you can you can really thrive in uh i think i think people should either join hardcore gyms or do uh do home gyms one of the two i know home gyms are a little bit more expensive but uh it's definitely worth it so yeah corporate gyms i i think are for the birds uh and yeah having a home gym definitely helped with content and uh sort of developing the dark iron aura on my uh on my page so it's 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 a it's it's definitely a cool utility to have 
Now, what are these gyms where they're doing the like the burpees and stuff? What are those gyms called? I forget what they're called. Um, uh, CrossFit. Yeah. What do you think of CrossFit? What do you think? Of, what do you think of that? <laughs> uh, man, honestly, like uh, it's kind of for soccer moms. I know some people who do it, and uh, there's nothing really wrong, I guess, with it. I mean, as long as you're working out, there's nothing wrong with it. I think uh, uh, some of the movements are kind of questionable, and some of the coaches are definitely kind of questionable. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I know, I know people who have gotten ripped from it. I just, I just don't think you're going to really gain any strength or anything like that. Uh, but for, from what I've noticed, it's just kind of like a thing for soccer moms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it is, I watched, I've sat and watched some of the workouts, so they're not uh, for, for pussies, though. I will say that. They, I, they will. I don't know if they're going to give you uh, gains in terms of size, but they, they will give you cardio, I think. You're gonna yeah, dude, you'll get ripped. Yeah, you'll definitely get ripped on them. They're hard, like. I've, I've tried some CrossFit workouts and like my heart, like, you know, I don't have the best cardio. So I was like, man, screw right. that. Right. Yeah. So do you do, have you ever done yoga? Uh, you know, I have not done yoga, but I have multiple friends who have invited me to do yoga and they, some people go to the thing. I think it's called hot yoga, something like that. Oh yeah. That'll uh, kick your ass, man. Yeah. And, and so I've been thinking about maybe trying that one of these days. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So, well, well, I, I kind of already know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway for the sake of the audience. Floating and stuff like that. You ever float before? Dude, no, I have not. But uh, there's a place somewhere kind of in downtown Houston. My, I have a buddy who told me about it. He actually went. Uh, and I've, I've thought about going. I hear, I hear it's what, like Do you know the name of the place? Area. I might know that guy, actually. Do you know the name? Which one is it? Do you know? I, I, oh, you, man. I don't know. It's I'll like kind to reach of towards out. downtown, though. I'll have to reach out. And then uh, you can do like a live stream or something there. I'll Dude, say, yeah, reach out. I'll, go, I'll for real go. Uh, you got you got clout, and I, they like people who have clout. So especially people that are in athletics. Is it kind of a newer place that you're thinking of? I mean, they're all kind of newer places, you know, relatively speaking. In the past five years, they've all basically popped up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because this place that I'm that I, that my friend made. Well, I was about to name drop, but the place that uh, you can name drop. Homie, okay, yeah, the, the place that my homie Nathan told me about. He. Uh, he said it, it, it kind of had just opened and he told me this like last year. Or so, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the same guy, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll have to find out. We're, we're all on the same frequency here, bro. Yeah, man. So it brought together for a reason. Do you smoke weed? No, dude. But well, I mean, not, not on a regular basis. Uh, if I do, it's like kind of socially. So you don't use it for like a post-workout pain relief. No, I don't, I don't do that. I'll just like, I usually take shots. I know a lot of guys, and I don't know if they're on your level of lifting, but I know a lot of guys that'll get stoned and, and go to the gym and they swear by it. Do you know anybody that Dude, is like yeah. massive, that is massive, like a huge guy that is stoned all the time? Yeah, I do. I know a couple people, uh, especially at Iron City. There's a couple, a couple IFBB pros. Uh, I won't, I won't say their name here, but they. Uh, that I know, I know some people who definitely go like super stoned. Uh, and I used to have a homie who who used to go super stone but he told me he had to quit doing that just because he thought uh i guess because he had been he had been using it for a while and he thought he kind of had moved past the need i guess for uh some sort of therapeutic i don't know i have no clue what he was talking about but he said he moved past like needing uh to smoke before the gym but i do i do know people who do it uh before and after you know for recovery apparently cbd has some sort of some sort of recovery uh principles or whatever oh you know muscular you've never used cbd before no i've never done that oh you have to get some good cbd 
but yeah and, and no yeah I, i've never i tried uh the only thing i've tried doing uh at the gym where i was inebriated is basically i, I just got drunk and went and it wasn't it wasn't that good of a workout oh no but i've, I've never gone stoned so yeah now mushrooms acid any psychedelics experiences uh no well not not like uh mushrooms or dmt or acid or anything like that but one time i had a homie who had these edibles uh and so this was like kind of a while ago and this was actually like two years ago and he was like hey man i have these edibles uh i know you're not into them but do you want to try them and i was like i was like you know what screw it like i'm i'm trying new things right now uh so might as well and so i tried some and it was like this chocolate bar and each piece had had like a certain amount i don't know the exact amount uh but i had one little piece and like i waited like 10 minutes and i was like dude i don't feel anything and so i took another piece i waited another 10 minutes still didn't feel anything and so he gave me like half the bar and he was like here and so i took that and then it started kicking in and dude like i had like it was like the trippiest experience i had ever had i felt like I don't know. It was insane. I felt like uh, I was like leaving my body. I needed a dude. So I like sat down on the couch and like uh, my homie was with me and I was like, dude, can you just like, you know, hold my arm? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm like about to like fly away or something. And he was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, that's cool, dude. And so uh, we started watching YouTube and there's this thing on YouTube. Uh, it's a video called penis Parker. And uh, it's basically like a funny edit of Spider-Man. And so we watched it and I was just dying laughing, dude. Like I was, I was cracking up so hard. I had drool coming out of my mouth, all sorts of stuff. And I was like, man, I got to sober up. So we went to get chicken at this place called Raisin Cane's here. And, uh, and we, we got in line and it was only like, we were only there for like five minutes, but I felt we were, I felt like we were there for like, like two hours, dude. It was insane. It was super trippy, but that's, that's probably the trippiest I've ever been. Well, that's a classic uh, edible moment there, which is, you know, it takes like an hour, hour and a half sometimes to kick in. And so you, you eat that first piece and five, 15, 20 minutes later, nope. 30 minutes later, nope. You're eating another piece and then it all hits at once. And then, Dude, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's literally what happened to me. That's Cause I'm happened. used to like, I'm used to hitting like ripping a bong or something. And it's like, you know, after that, it like hits almost like not instantly, but you know, pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. So, are you into, I guess you're probably a meat eater then. You're not a, a, a vegan lifter. Yeah, no, I'm not a vegan lifter. Although uh, I don't have anything bad to say about vegan lifters. I don't know enough about vegan stuff to really criticize it or anything like that. Are you, are you the kind of guy that is cracking raw eggs and, uh, you know, eating like 15, 20 pounds of raw chicken or not raw chicken, like George, you know, chicken on a George Foreman grill every day? Okay. <laughs> no I, I used to actually do raw eggs i used when i was uh when i was broke i would do i would get a pack of eggs for lunch i'd get six eight six eggs and mix it with my uh, protein shake but uh now i don't do that i just i eat like four meals a day uh it's probably about you know not not 20 pounds of chicken but definitely uh definitely maybe like two or three pounds how many but, how many calories are you eating a day do you think I, I I don't track it anymore? I used to, uh, but if I had to guess, it's somewhere probably around twenty five hundred to uh, three thousand. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, no, no nothing, nothing terribly uh, obscene. And I was looking at your Instagram. Do you have a playlist like of music you listen to? Because I, I was, uh, I guess people were asking for that. And you finally gave them a playlist, or 
Yeah, I have I have two separate playlists on Spotify. There's the uh, Dark Iron Gains Community Fitness playlist, and then there's the uh, High IQ INTJ Lifter playlist to make gains. Uh, okay, that's also okay. on on Spotify. Good. People have been asking for me me for a playlist, and uh, I've been putting together one. But uh, I saw that. Dude, on your... yeah, you need to. I'll definitely follow it. Yeah. Well, mine is just like you know, chill, chill wave. Uh, you know, floaty acidy techno future dude, i'm into that i'm into like dream pop dude Do you yeah, yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah 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 oh yeah yeah oh yeah drive my... the song it was uh, i think it's called a drive actually i used to jam taicho dude and also uh what is it xxyyzz or something like that yeah you know you know some good stuff so yeah the episode is kind of about it's the new year new year's resolutions i have a few new year's resolutions my primary one I don't know about you. I, I know a lot of guys that are into athletics and weightlifting. They're no fappers. I'm going to try to do a no fap streak at the beginning. I'm on day two now, as you know, because I like to start at the beginning of the year. Nice. Are you? Have you? Have you ever heard of no fap? Do you do no fap? What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think no fap is a great thing. Uh, I think it helps with confidence. I think it helps with. I I do no fap. I don't. I don't watch. Well. I don't fap, but you know, I don't, I don't watch porn, but uh, sometimes, you know, me and the missus will go at it, but that's, well, see, that, 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 you know, that's okay. I tell people it's, there's levels to the no fap game. And so for people that don't even know what no fap is, there's people, there's all kinds of interesting people listening to this podcast, 12 year olds and, and 80 year olds. So some of them don't know what no fap is. And for those that don't know what that is, fapping is jerking off. Uh, that's a, that's the internet term for that. Yes. So, no, yeah, so, is, so we're, so we're not jerking off and there's levels. The, the worst level of no fap is probably jerking off to porn right? Just jerking, <laughs> yeah. jerking off to a computer screen. You're, you're cucking yourself. And then the, the next level is, okay, you're just jerking off to nothing in, in general, maybe something in your mind, but you're wasting your seed, right? That's the whole point oh, is you're just wasting your energy. The next level yeah. is, yeah, okay, you've got a girlfriend or a gob boyfriend if you're gay or whatever. And you know, you're having sex, you're, you're uh, you know, spilling the seed that way. Still not good. The best way is to cultivate it by having a, you know, there's different practices you can uh, ultimately learn but to to have the semen ultimately shoot up your spine is uh the real goal for no fab it's it's one thing to say okay i'm not going to touch my dick for 90 days it's another thing to be able to touch your dick and have sex and run go through the motions and then run the energy upwards instead of outwards so yeah um, there's different levels to it so it's okay i tell people you know if you're having sex with somebody that's healthy Okay, you know, and now if you're having sex 20 times a day and you're still jerking off and stuff, then you got a problem. <laughs> Maybe that's a problem, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, but the, the people that really have the problem are the guys that are sitting around pulling their pants down to every little thing that, that uh, you know, they see on the internet. And, uh, and it's also, there's just a lot of porn out there too. And it, it's yeah. on your phone now and you can, you know, two clicks of a button and you're there. So you're a no fapper as well? Yes, I am 100% a no fapper. I am like, super against porn i think it kills your drive i think it kills your motivation uh but like like you had said you know you can definitely you know i'm not necessarily in favor of premarital sex but if you're having sex that's better than watching porn uh especially if you're having sex with your wife that, that's great but uh i think i think fapping definitely kills your drive it kills your motivation and it uh it's just it's not a healthy thing you know it turns you into this kind of like zombie sort of like that's always kind of focused on 
on getting your next dopamine hit. Yeah, to, it's, it's very unnatural. I mean? It's unnatural. I tell people, I tell women, I say, you want to know a guy that jerks off a lot? Look at the guy that can't look you in the eye. A exactly, of, dude. Dude, oh, that is so true. Uh, a lot of guys, they can't look at you in the eye for whatever reason. It always goes back to they got those, you know. There's they, something, and there's something about no fap that, and, and, and women can tell, you know, like they can look at you. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like if it's the kind of like you're filled you know, up. You're, you're filled up with the God chemical. I'm telling you, it's the it is this chemical inside of you that is able to help create life. And there's something powerful to that. And you, when you're jerking off, you got your tank barely with fuel in it. And with that energy, you can do a lot of things. You could create life. You can create art. You know, you can take that, like you said, motivation and energy. And go out there and take it to the external world. Find a real woman or create something with that. Uh, exactly, dude. That that exactly like like you had said. You that energy kind of carries over into something else. And I think, I think when people you know sit in front of the computer for you know hours a day, or even if it's not hours a day, even if you're doing it once a day, I think that kind of kills whatever creativity you had. You know what I mean? Because that if you if you let that sort of like energy store up in you, if you don't just like uh you know succumb to the the temptation if you let that energy store up in you it'll overfill and i believe it'll manifest in different ways and, and come out in different aspects of your life a hundred percent so and that's, that's kind of my stance on it well that's good I, I i didn't know if you were or not and uh now i know you are so do you have any did you set any specific goals now, that's just one of my goals another one of my goals is to smoke less weed i'm, I'm not going to say entirely and uh i'm going to try to what else those are my those are my two primary goals just to start out with. I don't have a lot of really big goals. Do you have any big or New Year's resolutions you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. So one of my New Year's resolutions. Well, I, I have multiple. Most of them have to do with lifting. Uh, I think because uh, I'm already in a pretty decent place in my life. I, I got last year. I hit a bunch of personal goals. Uh, you know, I moved into a house. I've I've been in my career for a few years. Uh, so I've, I'm, I'm pretty stable, at least in, when it comes to my personal life. But uh, when it comes to lifting, I think I want to try and hit. Last year, my goal was to hit 500 deadlift, and I hit it. Uh, so this year, I want to get a 600. Uh, when it comes to benching, I want to get 400. I'm close to 350 right now. And then when it comes to squatting, I want to get 500. So those are my lifting goals. Uh, New Year's resolution goals, maybe just keep up with the page. You know, maybe try and put out a little more content, be a little more consistent with videos, uh, try and get back on my podcast. I used to have, I used to do one kind of on a regular basis. Now I well, just, yeah, I, I, I just saw that. Well, yeah, I saw, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it because I was, I didn't do much research before we, we talked. And a part of that was sometimes it's just better to just ask questions without knowing any answers. Dude, I totally feel that. I always like, I, I say the same thing. If I ever interview anybody, I'm just not going to do any research because I think it's like a better conversation. You know what I mean? Because you don't know. It's not like yeah. You know, you could, there's some stuff you just don't know. And there's something that there, well, there there is something that does come from listening to ten other interviews with the same person, and then saying, "Okay, I've got all this information. And I can ask a refined question." But there is something about the spontaneity of a real conversation that I haven't researched. Exactly. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so let's see here. What else? I had a, a few other questions here. Um, are you a delayed gratification kind of a guy? Uh, what exactly do you mean by delayed gratification? Meaning you will put something, you could have the orgasm now, 
or, or do, do you edge? I'm not saying in, in for masturbation, but it's more like edging. You're not going to, you're going to push yourself to the limit. You're going to have that piece of cake right in front of you. And you're going to, you, you get off on saying no. Uh, you know, not necessarily. Uh, I don't, I don't get off on saying no, but I do try to, uh, restrain myself. Yeah. That's another thing I want to work on this year is, yeah. uh, restraint and a little bit more self-control when it comes to the psychedelics and the weed now. Yeah, dude, that's, and I, honestly, I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with now is, uh, self-control. And I think that comes from, uh, from, basically porn like regular porn use i think you know people can't really control themselves like they can't control themselves physically so they can't like control themselves in any other sort of aspect and i'm not i'm, I'm definitely not saying that's you but i'm saying that well, that used to be me in a, in a sense i used to like definitely have trouble with self-control and, and discipline oh yeah no i mean it's i think it's a, a habit that it goes one way or the other like porn you know you realize hey i can pull up something real quick here i've got a joy button between my legs i can push it and i'm, I'm, I'm out and maybe I can go to sleep better or maybe I can just get that energy out of me and I can move on. But I think you're robbing yourself when you do that. So uh, yeah. definitely you can train yourself in the other direction through, you know, not looking at it and catching yourself and be more conscious of it where you're a master of delayed gratification. So yeah. your, your page, you, your memes are not just Twitter memes. Your memes are a lot of videos with font overlay with, effects and and sound and, and i pre i appreciate that uh you don't do a lot of actual um you do a lot of video memes when you actually look at it so what apps do you use how do you how do you make your memes what's your process so i'll do uh i use an app called pixart which is kind of like photoshop but for the phone uh well they have photoshop for the phone but i i suck at it so i use pixart uh, just because it has a lot of tools that I can use. And then I'll use that kind of in tandem with another app called King Master, where it lets you kind of cut and edit your videos and add, uh, you know, layers of music or whatever you want to add to it. Uh, so that's, that's the apps I use. I, I do it normally 100% by the phone. I think I've only done one meme on my laptop well that, that but, was really uh, what i was going to ask you because a lot of these are really intense in terms of the overlay and uh you know a lot of times i'll make something this intense on a phone and the phone will just screw up and i'll draw or I'll, I'll mess up and, and these seem to be easier made on the computer but what i find fascinating about meme makers and especially your page is the ability to do something so technical with so many different layers of components and you can do it on your phone and you can just probably, you, you probably do a lot of these in probably less than an hour, each one, but maybe even less than 15 minutes because you're probably so good at it now at this point, you already have the idea, you know where to get your files. Shit. You're probably like me. You have a whole bunch of files on your phone. Oh you, dude. Yeah. I say, yeah, I save stuff like you all just the time. save pictures and you save videos. You're like, Oh, I'll be inspired later to make that meme. And, uh, because, I mean, cause I don't know a lot of these lifters on your page, like, Jeff Cavalieri, is that how you say his name? <laughs> Jeff Cavalier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, I just, I don't know these people, but I look at the, like, the, I'm looking at one now and he's got like red eyes and he's like fuming and uh, it's just funny. It, yeah, all these, all yeah. these, and what was the guy's name? Z's, the guy that died? Yeah, Z's, yeah. He's big in the, uh, I mean, he was, I guess. Yeah, he, he, uh, he kind of had his prime after he passed away. I mean, he was big on Facebook and stuff. 
uh, when he was alive, but he really didn't like hit his stride until after he passed away. And yeah, that's what I was noticing, which was like it's so interesting. So, and then you've also got the standard of like you know you've got you use certain meme formats, and I like that your um your watermark is like it's kind of like gang weed where they have a meme within a meme. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That yeah, that's that's kind of where I got it. There used to be a there used to be another page who would do that, and that's basically I got I basically stole their their idea from doing that. You 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 kind of remind me of Trend Poppy, a little bit. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people send me his stuff, and he's actually reposted my stuff. Yeah, well, there's like a there's a group of beam makers that uh, I can't remember a lot of them right now off the top of my head, but you, it's like a small group of people, and I think I might have even found your page through Trend's page, uh, because you know yours is not quite a shit post page, yours is an OC page. And there, yeah, are, I, there, are, yeah. there are OC pages that are not shitpost pages. And there are shitpost pages that are OC pages. But yours is like a quasi-shitpost page with a ton of really good, hilarious content. Uh, and I like well, that you, you. you basically use the impact font, top bottom text, top text, bottom text is your main go-to style. You have other styles, of course. You use a lot of the classic formats. Yeah. That, but yeah. Uh, your, your favorite, I think your classic thing is you've got a speeded up video of a guy like flexing and some kind of like rap music playing fast on top of it with, yep. the, with the impact font type bottom and that's, top. That's, that's basically the formula right there. It's that's, just, your, that's your find, classic. Find somebody, yeah, just find somebody flexing or working out, speed it up a little bit put like an early 2000s techno song and just think of a quirky font yeah and uh and dude you got no c right there like there's this one here of this guy walking like a robot and he's flexing and it says covid vaccine nah i'm good bro my reuters psychosis protects against all physical and interdimensional threats <laughs> stuff like yeah. this oh uh, so yeah man i i just love it so much and uh well, thank you, sir. It's uh, always entertaining to me. So I'm not quite done, but I had a few other questions. I'm just, I'm just trying to think what they were, but I'm also not trying to have dead air here. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, it's all good. I got, I got all the time. How many podcasts uh, have you done, like episodes? Dude, this is – well, my, my personal podcasts I've done – I think I did like seven or eight. I didn't do too many. Uh, but I get a lot of people, even today, I'll get people like, hey, bring back the podcast. And so, and so I think I'm going to do it. And I'm going to try and maybe get it on like Spotify or Apple Music or something. Or maybe, I don't know, something else. But What was your format? Uh, was, it, was it just you talking or was it guests? Or was it like a bunch of people talking at once? What was your format? It was just me talking, basically. Like what I did is uh, I had a video of either me working out or someone else working out. And then I would just have another video of me talking kind of like on the side of the screen and it would have the audio of me talking and then I would have like a guy working out and then maybe I'd put just a filler song in the background like a like a free song on YouTube or something that you know that comes with with a, a YouTube subscription and then I would just put that in the background and that was my format and I would talk like for however long I tried I tried not to have dead space and I think I've gotten better at just kind of ranting and yeah. so so uh, that was basically all I did what is a typical day in the like in the life of dark iron gains like 
What what do you do? What time do you wake up in the morning? What do you eat? What do you, where do you go to work? What do you do? When do you work out? What's the day in the life? So a day in the life, a, a typical day, uh, a typical weekday, I'll wake up probably around 5.30 or 6, and I'll get ready for work. Uh, for breakfast, if, if I don't have time, there's these things called Kodiak waffles or high-protein waffles. They sell them at a grocery store kind of here. Uh, I think they sell them all over, but I'll, I'll try and eat those before I go to work. If not, if I don't have time, I'll stop and I'll get a lean body shake and a bang energy drink and I'll drink that. And that'll be like my breakfast uh, for the day. Cause the lean body is like about 40, 40 grams of protein. And the bang is just zero calories, a bunch of caffeine, you know, whatever. And then, uh, then I'll go to work and for work, I basically, I, I still do kind of a blue collar sort of industry. I work on diesel engines and I drive around and just, you know, wrench around on them. So you're just, ba- you're just based all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I try to be, I try to be high T all the time. Yeah, man. You de- yeah, you definitely are. You're the, you're the Chad, uh, uh, meme. Dude. Well, thank you. It means are a you, lot. Means are a you lot a, is, is muscle milk, uh, cringe or based? Uh, muscle milk, the, the drink. Yes. Uh, it's kind of cringe just because dude, every time I drink muscle milk, it drives my mouth out. I get major diarrhea. Uh, so in my book, it's cringe. And I don't think it's, I think it's got sugar in it. It's like all this. I, I think no, it's, it's, it's zero. It's zero sugar. Is it? Maybe that's yes. why it drives my mouth out. Yes. Okay. So what is the preferred based lifters drink of choice? Preferred based lifters drink, alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic. Like, you know, like something like a supplement type muscle type deal. Okay. Okay. Well, what I, what I drink right now for, uh, Besides Bang Energy Drinks, that's like top tier, top tier based. Uh, I drink a lot of those. But uh, if it comes to when it comes to protein, uh, either either a Lean Body, if you have access to it, I don't think they sell them everywhere in the United States. Uh, either a Lean Body or the uh, the Fair Life, uh, Fair Life Protein Shake, whatever that one's called. I forgot what it's called. Core. I think it's just called Core. Uh, that one is really good. Is, uh, and, then, and then as far as, far as supplements go, the 5% creatine that they sell uh, is like top notch. I don't know what they put in it. I honestly think maybe they spike it with like some sort of pro hormones or something. I don't know. But every time I take it, my strength like goes through the roof. It's insane. What will happen to somebody like me if they just started eating a bunch of creatine, but they didn't work out? Would anything happen? Would they just, would they grow tits? Would nothing happen? Would they just shit it out? Would it make them go crazy? Uh, creatine, yeah, you would probably, just, you, you wouldn't grow tits or anything like that. Uh, you would probably just like piss it out. Okay. Yeah. Is, is GNC uh, cringe or based? GNC is highly cringe because they're so expensive. They never have anything good. Uh, their stuff kind of sucks nowadays. And they never let you use their bathroom. Mm. So cringe, very cringe. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the only thing left in malls these days. That is true. hundred percent true. I, uh, I try not to go to malls, but yeah, you're right. It's hundred percent true. I get a lot of my supplements online now. Okay. Like what, uh, any, any lifters, uh, preferred choice. I, I want all the lifters secrets tonight. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So I got that 5% creatine, uh, muscle milk is cringe. I need some more lifters secret. I'm here's the thing. I'm coming to you like you're my mentor. Now I need for people like me, like, you know, the meme where like this little boy sitting at the computer and he's talking to, like the muscle guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's me. I'm the kid with the glasses. I, 
I'm seeking. I want to be a part of the monkey crew. I want to be a part of the, the Joe Rogan lunks, man. I want to <laughs> and the, the float, the float lifter universe. Yes. Yes. So tips. Do you have any tips for guys? Like one of, I'm just going to be real with you guys like me. I I'm in the gym. I can't lift a lot and I don't give a fuck anymore, but I used to. And, uh, you know, I'd see a guy like you just ripping it up sometimes grunting you know lifting about four or five uh 45s on each side of the bar yeah uh, and you get it you get intimidated you got any do you got any tips for guys that are just or gals even or they thems that are just starting out in the gym and uh want to get started any kind of motivational tips you can give people so for people who are just getting started uh i would say don't worry about how much weight you can lift because if a if a swole dude is like standing there grunting, you know, squatting four or five plates. Uh, obviously, you know, he's probably not even going to think twice about judging you just because a lot of dudes who lift like that much weight, like, you know, they just kind of, they, a lot of dudes are understanding. There are those douches who aren't, you know, like the kind of bro dudes who kind of like still for some reason will make fun of people who can't lift that heavy, even you know, well, we'll, see, we'll like, see, that's the thing I realized. I realized now looking back, so this is the thing about spirituality and like the law of attraction. And you can look back at your life and with the law of attraction, you realize you're a lot of times attracting into reality, like your worst fears, like energetically, if you have an idea or a thought, you create that thought and you attract that reality. And I remember I'd always go to the gym and I would always be worried about some dude making fun of me. And every fucking time I would go to the gym, a guy would there was always be some guy and it, you, there was this one guy we called the red baron because he looked like he had that mustache and would fly the plane yeah. and he would always be coming over like talking shit like bro and i'm like bro and it, he was a guy that could lift like three or four times what i could lift and yeah. i'm like and so i just realized now that i was attracting all these things because i was worried about it and you're absolutely right that a lot of these guys that are out there killing it they don't care what i'm doing they don't care what some new guy's doing and you're probably right a lot of these guys are actually supportive yeah, like, like you know, a lot of the dudes that I know, or, or actually all of the dudes that I know at the hardcore gym I go to, they're, they're all pretty, pretty supportive. I mean, if, you, if they're a pro and they're trying to prepare for a competition, they, they mostly want to be left alone. And that's understandable. But if they're just kind of like training, you know, in the offseason or whatever, they're usually real. They're all usually real cool. It's the corporate gyms that have a lot of the douchebags who, who put on a little bit of muscle. Well, that's what think, this, that's oh. what this was. This was a corporate gym that I was at. And this is, this yeah, was. they put, they put on a little muscle and they think like, just cause they're like hot shit out of corporate gym that, you know, that they're top dog. But if they went to like a real hardcore gym, they probably just would be like bottom of the barrel. But, uh, and those are the guys that, that you get that probably bully and stuff like that. But you're right. It, they do sniff out that sort of energy. Uh, so it is about kind of like this, the, the kind of aura you carry when you're walking. Yeah. Um, don't have a but, bitch energy. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, basically. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to be kind of like a hothead. And there was this guy, his name was Carl. And he would always talk shit to us. Uh, and so one day we just kind of confronted him in the parking lot. And he was like, man, I'm, I'm just playing with y'all. Uh, <laughs> and, and so after that, we never had any, any sort of issues with them uh, or anyone else for that matter. But, you know, that's it. But it is, like you said, it's the energy you put out. And if you confront it head on, dude, a lot of times people will just kind of, if, if they're like being like a douche like that, uh, if they're not on gear, then they'll, they'll probably just be like, Hey man, my bad. I'm just, I'm just joking around. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of unconscious people in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So, but yeah, as far as, uh, as far as tips 
for motivation goes. I just, I just wouldn't focus on anyone but yourself uh, to make it simple. Do you have any tips for not, not so much psychological tips for being in the gym, but uh, like, let's say, okay, for me, for example, I'm a tall, skinny guy. I want to get, uh, I'm not so much, I'm, I'm not even concerned about strength as I am getting bigger. Where, where, where should somebody like me start? I'm long and skinny. That's my if biggest, you're... that's my biggest foe in the gym is my center of gravity is so high and I got very, very long, skinny appendages. So someone, so you're not trying to necessarily build strength. You're just, are you just trying to stay in shape? You know, be in shape and have a little bit of bulk. Yeah. So I would just, if I was you tall and skinny, I would just probably do sort of volume workouts, uh, which is, you know, volume, I would do volume sort of isolation workouts, uh, just cause you know, you could, you could put on a lot of muscle or not a lot, but you can put on a good amount of muscle, look tone, not like, you know, get super jacked and, uh, just do like higher reps, lower, lower, uh, weight. And, uh, just, just focus on one body part every day of the week or not every day, but you know, maybe do like a split, like, uh, like go five days a week, take two days off, maybe go in one day and do chest and triceps and the next day do uh, back and biceps. And then you could do squat and shoulders, you know, kind of on their own days and, and just focus on cardio a day after that or, or whatever you wanted to do. You could, you could split it up however you want, but I would, I would recommend for a lanky person uh, who's not trying to just, you know, get super strong, just do high volume stuff. It's, it's probably, I mean, it's, it's less risk of injury and, you know, so, so you low, still... l- lower weight, higher volume versus yeah, yeah. high weight, low volume. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Um, now switching gears here. It's been a crazy year. Well, the year's over actually, but last year was a crazy year and we saw a lot of things come into the world stage in terms of conspiracies that a lot of people said, Oh, that's, that's not true. That could never happen here. But we got locked down for a whole year and we're still locked down. What do you think about the world we're living in these days and in and, and the world now in 2021? Are we going into a dark winter here of more lockdowns? Do you think we're going to see a Trump second term? Do you know anything about QAnon? What's going on here? Uh, so I, I have lost faith in the uh, Trump second term. I don't think it's going to happen. Not that I've lost faith in Trump, but I definitely don't think he's going to get in. I don't think they're going to give it to him. Uh, even if he tries to, uh, I guess there's, there's some conspiracy theory going around where Mike Pence is going to block, uh, the delegates or something like that. And I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think Biden's going to get in. We're probably going to see another, uh, another round of lockdowns, unfortunately. Uh, but I think it's probably going to be up to the States, whoever, you know, whatever they want to do, if they want to lock down the whole city or do a curfew or whatever, hopefully. Uh, but I do not think that, Trump is going to get in. As far as QAnon goes, <laughs> I uh, I don't I haven't really like looked too far into QAnon, but I just uh, I don't know. A lot of boomers are in your QAnon, and that doesn't discredit it at all. But I just think it's funny how a lot of boomers went from being like Ted Cruz conservatives to like almost borderline Alex Jones conspiracy sort of theories. And I and I love conspiracy theories. I'm all, I'm all about them, but uh, I don't know if there's any real merit to QAnon because I just don't know I haven't looked into it you know like that hard I try to kind of keep my head out of politics because well no I think I I think yeah I think you have a very fair and reasonable uh, outlook based on 
the information you have, right? I think that's where most people yeah. are at. And I think that's a reasonable, a reasonable man's conclusion based on all the information given uh, on the mainstream level. So uh, I would agree. I still think Trump's going to find a way to pull it out. Otherwise, Q is false. Now, I'm totally willing to give up on Q on the inauguration day. If Trump isn't the one being inaugurated, I've said many times in this podcast, that's when QAnon ends for me. So I'm still holding on. I think the whole point of Q was to show the corruption with the election, and that's what they've done. And now it's a matter of seeing what happens. You know, Maybe we're in this reality yeah. where, there's, where there's no president, that uh, we, we find a new political system somehow. Who knows? But I was just curious because I'd seen that you – and like I said, I, I think – the lifter mentality attracts a little bit more of a, a right wing meat eater mentality than a left wing soy boy mentality. So in yeah, you, you'll find a little bit more right wing politics on your page than left wing. And I saw one time you made a meme about deep state lifter operatives and where we lift, <laughs> where we lift one. Yeah. We lift yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where we lift one, we lift all. Yeah. The, the Q uh, reference. What is, what is it? Where we, uh, where, where we, we go, go one, one we go all. all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not saying QAnon is is fake. I mean, maybe there is a leaker, and, and there's there's been there's been, you know, cases where there are leakers in the government, and they they do actually have good intentions. But as far as I can tell, I just I really just don't know. Well, uh, yeah, and I, I appreciate that that you have a, a reasonable man's uh, you know interpretation and standard. That's uh, totally, I think, what most people believe is Biden's going to c- continue to hold on, and we'll have lockdowns, and it'll be. Uh, the state's discretion you know if you're if, yeah. you're if you're unlucky to live in a leftist state then but you know that sucks but us yeah us yeah. in texas and florida we're doing yeah all we right. got a good we got a good out here so except except what sucks is all the people from california are kind of uh jumping ship and coming to texas so i might have to jump ship here in a little bit but yeah hopefully not. you hopefully got joe not. rogan now and i know dude he lives in austin and one of these days, dude, I'm just gonna go up there and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and meet him and Alex Jones and we're gonna we're gonna hang out. I'm gonna try. That's my goal. I, I'm calling it right now. That's my goal with this page is to meet Alex Jones. I, I don't care about Joe Rogan, but if I can meet Alex Jones, you know, shout out Alex Jones. So you're an Alex Jones enjoyer, dude. I yeah, I love Alex Jones. And what's so funny about Alex Jones uh, is people hate Alex Jones uh, and they say everything he says is false. But you know, you wait like ten years. And then all of a sudden, something he said 10 years ago that sounded crazy just kind of uh, happens, you know, and all of a sudden he's not so crazy. So he's always he's always vindicated most of the time. I, th- I think like 85 percent of the time he's he's pretty vindicated. Yeah. yeah. Well, the argument that well, there is, is he's controlled opposition because anybody, yeah, exactly. anybody, anybody else that goes around saying these things gets, you know, suicided or. And that's what I thought. And dude, I've thought that, and I think the same thing. I mean, I'm not I'm not arguing. I think he probably is. And that's kind of almost my stance with QAnon just because I feel like they want you to have faith in the government. You know how they had the, uh, so let's, let, they had the whole, the left had the, the Russian sort of meddling conspiracy. And so it was, it was an illegitimate win. Uh, and so the right, I feel like maybe needed some sort of uh, counter to that, to, to restore trust to the government. And so they came up with trust plan uh, and and all this stuff, but I don't know. I'm just, that's just I just think too much about it, and that's why I try and stay out of politics. I'm right there with you. I totally think that it could be a whole honeypot for patriots and conspiracy theorists to step in line and be complacent and let them just totally smother us with the pillow and just gladly take it because hey, smothering me with the pillow is part of the plan. 
Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. So, so go ahead, smother me with the pillow. It's part of yeah, the plan. Exactly, that's the plan. So, but I mean, as far as uh, as far as people go, like I would just like to hang out with Alex Jones. I feel like he's a wild. Oh man. yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. No, definitely. I feel like Alex Jones has the energy of your page for sure. He's primal. Yeah. He he. We'll OD. We'll we'll go out and take a bunch of super male vitality. Yeah. Do you ever drunk? Do you ever use any on it products? No, I haven't. I've I've heard pretty decent things about the protein, though. Oh, okay. And, and you never used a Joe Rogan kettlebell? No, I have not. I'm terrible with kettlebells. Yeah, they look uh, well, especially the monkey ones. They look like they just uh, I don't know. I don't know. They I don't look like. Yeah, that's what I mean. They don't. They look like if you make the wrong move, they're going to hurt you somehow. <laughs> yeah, like the the fang will dig into your wrist or something. Are uh now let me see free weights versus machines. Are you do you ever use machines at all? dude uh if i use machines it's only for accessories i do like for the compound movements i do free weights all the time uh machines are just for accessories mostly and accessories would be like you know biceps uh triceps forearms calves uh maybe some like pull downs for the lats do you have do you have uh do you have like a lifting buddy you go with or do you just like when you need a spot you just grab somebody that's there like how does that work so when I go to Iron City out here, I do have a lifting buddy uh, who goes out there with me most of the time. Uh, but if I'm here at the house, I usually I'm just I'm just going at it alone, going solo, risking my life in the home gym, hitting PRs. If it's 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 either you make it or you know you just you bail out and risk injury. So. All right, I'm at Vitamin World and I am in front of all the protein bars and I have to buy one. And what is the protein bar I'm going to buy with the best taste and the protein? And I'm not going to shit my pants later. What are we buying? Uh, freaking Lin and Larry or Lenny and Larry chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> no way, dude. Really? Because that's my favorite. Now, I like the crunchy ones better now. I found the crunchy ones. The crunchy ones are superior. Dude, I have those. Yes. The, where it's, yeah, the little bag where it comes with like 12 or whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love those. those that's funny. Good. That's funny. You said the Lenny and Larry's. I thought you were going I, to. I, I just thought, no way he's going to say that because that's what I would pick. The, the Basically, the one that looks like just a cookie and it's nothing healthy about it at all. But okay, you're not going to get like the metrics or whatever. No, uh, I don't. I don't look at. Yeah, the metrics, dude. I think that gives me diarrhea. I've had it before, and it's terrible. Yeah, and it's hard to chew. You know, I just go for it. when it comes to protein bars. I mean, they're all kind of shitty. Like none of them are really that great for you. Uh, so I go with Linny and Larry's most of the time. I'll get Linny and Larry's, and then I'll get like a Bang or a Diet Coke, and that'll be like my pre-lunch snack most of the time. Nice, nice. All right. Well, cool, man. Well. I think we're right around an hour, which I think is good. So, hell yeah. Hey, before we get out of here, how many other, if you don't mind me asking, you can uh, ask anything how, you want, bro. <laughs> how many uh, other guests have you had on here uh, I, prior to this? Well, I've had a few guests, like I've had one guest three times, and I've had another guest twice, and then I've had probably about five or six other guests. So, I've had about maybe nine or 10 guests. Let's Damn. see. Let's see. I've done I've done 25 episodes and half of those episodes have been me solo. And then the other half has been so I'd say about I've had about eight, like I said, about eight or nine unique guests. Nice, man. So how's the process go? When you ask a guest, do you just like message them and just like, well, you know. uh, 
well, here's the thing. I initially started to try to do this podcast two years ago with the theme being, okay, it's going to be float universe. We're only going to talk about floating. That's all I want to talk about. But then it became very difficult because trying to force a format was, uh, it was very hard to find people a, I was interested in and B that had floated or wanted to, you know, or had floated a lot. Um, yeah. and, and so, okay, I couldn't get that. It started out slow. And so, I just kind of had to bend to it. And, and I'm an artist, so I kind of know to go with the flow and, and have happy, happy accidents and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I, just yeah. said, I just said, you know what? I'm going to just, I have, I have all these cool people like you that I follow on Instagram, unique people that create all kinds of weird art with memes and pictures and videos and, and YouTube pages and music. I know all these amazing people, blue check celebrities, B-list celebrities, like I said, weirdos, you name it yeah just people that are just interesting to talk to and what started to happen was during this year uh, two of these people uh, they're meme makers they they died and oh man that's sad and and we were yeah it was and we were gonna do an interview and i was uh, again waiting on certain conditions or just putting things off just assuming that i'm gonna be here forever and they're gonna be here forever and so just a little little by little my format became well the really it started popping off with the lockdowns in March. Well, and dude, I noticed you had like 20 something episodes last year. I was like, God dang. Well, that was the thing. It's I almost wish I started sooner. I spent the first month of the quarantine, just smoking weed and watching, thinking that, okay, this is real. <laughs> yeah. And the, the globalists yeah. are going to kill us all. And, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, if, and, until I re- figured out that it either it fizzled out or it was a hoax. Then I said, okay, fuck all this mask shit. This is stupid. Yeah. And then I said, I had to say something about this. And I started getting, then I started getting into QAnon and I know all these things about the technology they were using. And I got excited about that and time travel and alternate realities and all these things. And so a narrative started to kind of, uh, as I started to research these things, I would have a narrative that I was trying to walk down and then you know, the universe, then the, the way it went magically works, it would bring me people into my awareness that wanted to talk to me about some of these things. It's yeah, like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the, so true, though. The incredible synergy of just like going with the flow and going in the direction of, okay, it's not necessarily like some of these people have never floated at all. Some of them have, which was, which was cool. Like, yeah. Well, floating floating's such a big thing now. I think like 98% of the people will know at least what you're talking about. Well, you'd be surprised, dude. I, I own a float center. I sit here all day long and I'm educating people who are coming to float and they still don't even know what they're getting into. So I'd say, oh, dang. I'd say at least half the population doesn't even, doesn't even know it exists. Wow. Let alone what it is. So only, only INTJs really. So and yes. I only talk to INTJs. <laughs> you do. You collect them. So yeah. we, so the podcast came out of these awesome people that if I lost my Instagram account, if it got deleted, that was the other thing. People's Instagram account was being deleted. I was getting uh, shadow, shadow banned. And, and sh- yes, yeah, that and, happens to me all the time. And so I'm like, you know what? I could lose this account. Uh, all these cool people follow me. I may never be in touch with them again. I got to get, th- get this shit together. I could die. You know, anything could happen. And yeah. so all, these co- all the combination of people dying and the, and, the, and the lockdowns and the conspiracy theories coming true – and, and me being shut down here and losing my rights, I said, you know what? At a certain point, you just can't sit back anymore and watch. You have to, you have to participate. And mm-hmm. people were waking up. I had people coming to me wanting to talk about adrenochrome, and I had never had a conversation. Dang. Like, that's, that's, some deep, that's some real deep state stuff. Right. But these are people that 
are moms and grandmas and they shouldn't know about these things. And yet they're coming to me. And so I felt like, okay, I know about these things as much as you can know about them. And yeah. so without being a participant. And yeah. so I'm like, I need to help people understand as best I can and just talk about these things and help them awaken and show them things like psychedelics and floating and meditation and God and love. And, and hopefully they can find their way and not worry about, you know, the, per the perception of these horrible things, because I don't live in California. I live in Florida. And the whole time here, it's been wonderful. It's been nothing yeah. but silver linings. But if you look on the TV, it's a nightmare. And it's I'm a nightmare, dude. That's how it is here. It, it's perfect. But if, if you watch the news, it's terrible. And, so, and I'm not saying that some of that stuff isn't true, but a lot of it isn't. And so yeah. uh, uh, you deal with that a lot. And so, yeah, the, how this podcast has come together so fast in this year is I've just been on fire about what's been going on. And I've had uh, see four or five years now of doing this account where I've accumulated all these relationships and friendships. And it's not and it's just time to talk to some of these people. And there's so many people I still I think I have a chance to interview that are like semi famous or just interesting, cool people like you're mm -hmm. just you're just somebody I wanted to talk to. And it's like. Okay, if I would have stuck to my format two years ago, I would never talk to you because you've never floated and you don't really do psychedelics. But you know what? That's not that's whack because I really enjoy your page and that it's exciting to me. And so who gives a shit? Like the whole point of this podcast is to podcast like nobody's listening. This is my exactly. own, this is my personal diary. I can go back and listen to this and say, you know what, I'm glad I talked to Dark Iron Gaines. Oh, he passed on, you know, but at least we, at least I got to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God forbid. You know, exactly. God forbid. So you're not going over it, bro. You're, you're, you're dark horse. You're iron horse, Dude, man. Yeah. You... <laughs> Me and so, dark iron and float universe. So, so, you know, that's why this year has been a little bit faster for me than normal. And, and so well, some people's format is to record like 15, 20, 30 episodes in a row and then release them after they're all recorded. That's My, that is tough, but I've met a few people that do that. Mine has been to kind of just take it as it comes and it's harder to take, it's harder to, what I've known, it, it's harder for me to do the solo interview, to do the solo stuff than it is to do the interviews, whether I'm giving an interview or that I'm asking people questions. Yeah. You know, so that's been my story. And uh, this is my, this is actually my first uh, interview podcast, so to speak. So, so it's a lot, it's a lot easier to be interviewed, isn't it? Yeah, dude, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's, it's like, it's easier to talk. That's for sure. Like, you know, uh, whenever it's just me, I just kind of ramble and I reiterate the same shit, but in different ways. And that's the secret to talking. If you can just reiterate, reiterate the same shit in different ways, dude, people like, I mean, and it gets to people, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's sometimes if you say it differently, you know, it hits differently. You know what I mean? So some people, they don't vibe with a certain thing, but you say it differently and then they, they kind of vibe with it. So I think it's, it's useful. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's a lot easier to talk to someone else. Yeah, it really is. It's a lot easier to just talk and answer their questions and give your lived experience versus trying to think of novel questions that uh, you haven't been asked before that people that are going to hear this find interesting that I also find interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I recently I watched your uh, Namaste at Home Dad one. That was pretty good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. She's, she's, yeah, a, she's, she's amazing. It's funny. I actually I, I saw her page on Facebook or at least some of her memes on Facebook a long time ago. And then, uh, and then I found her on Instagram and I thought like, Oh, wow. She's actually like, she, she, I, I didn't know it was a chick, you know, I was like, Oh dang, it's a chick. She like makes her own memes. So. But it's a, it's a really small community of people that are 
affecting the culture of people through the micro that's true dude because yeah because she talked about her tiktok and how people like were thinking that there's molly in the salt lamps yeah <laughs> and i was like and i was like dang like she has a good point like because she's an oc creator so it's like she's almost like shaping the direction of where that culture is going you know even if it's ironic or funny or whatever it's like it still kind of has an impact on what that culture like vibes with and i think i think pages like mine and yours kind of serve a similar purpose memes are so important right now because i don't know how many people realize this but i i look at my phone more than i look at a tv in fact i barely look at a tv and that's just my lifestyle i don't know i think most people though they do look at a tv but they're more looking at their phone more than their tv and so that being said facebook instagram twitter our ideas our memes our content your videos stuff like that it uh it's affecting people's lives. It's microdosing their minds with new ideas. And uh, so yeah. I, I think that it's very important what we do, even though it seems like just, just uh, bottom of the barrel sludge of the cultural, uh, you know, sewer system. What yeah, dude, I totally, I, I agree. And, and I think what it is is now memes kind of, uh, they kind of take the place of what comedians used to do, right? Because comedians, they used to push the boundaries. You know, they used to kind of like make these kind of, uh edgy jokes and it, it would make people think but now you know they don't do that they just kind of they stick to what's safe a lot of them but they make it sound as if they're being edgy when really they're just a real edgy moderate uh but but meme pages push the boundaries and that's why they kind of you know that's why they crack down on meme pages so hard nowadays not only cracking down on them but i don't know if you follow this latest uh stimulus package they passed but they're trying to put in there and i guess it got passed legislation that would start to outlaw memes. Uh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I mean, didn't know that. No, it's, it's a very... Trump won the 2016 election in part from, from the meme warfare that uh, the people on his side... Uh, the, the people on the right meme, tend to meme better than the people on the left for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't That's, know what it is. And, and maybe I think sometimes maybe they're more vile. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the edginess, man. The edginess, something that's like something that's kind of taboo is funny you know like people don't know how to react with it so it's kind of funny but when it's something safe it's just not that funny you know well, I mean? that, well that's the thing yeah i mean i guess the edge and taking it right over the edge to offend somebody or not and or riding that edge of offensiveness you're right more people on the right tend to do that because the left is more about uh, safe spaces and don't don't offend anybody yeah there's no real sort of uh challenge there you know they don't challenge you like the right does yeah so well, and I'm, i mean i have nothing against leftists by the way i just i just vibe more on the right that's for sure well no i mean it, but it's, it's it's interesting to look at your page and other pages from like the perspective of what they're eating like you're eating meat and you're working out and you have a certain mind state versus i'm eating and drinking soy and i'm not working out and i'm listening to liberal media all day you know yeah, what I mean? and, that, and then they it, they it, dude it deforms them they turn into these like decrepit looking people you know what i mean it's like that sort of stuff like kills them and i don't think they understand like that they turn into these like these specimen they're not actual people anymore they just kind of become these little goblins that like are pissed off at the world well it's like i don't know if you saw the the meme with uh like the it's like shrek's girlfriend or like fiona and then like the little white guy and it's like a little troll guy. And he's like, this is what leftist couples look like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like, that's kind of true. <laughs> so that's why I say that about your page. It's like, it is what it is. Like, okay, 
that you go on a lifter page, you're not going to find soy boys. And if you are going to find soy boys, they're going to be talking shit in the comments. And that's just the yeah, way it is. Yeah. I mean, as you work out, you tend to be a certain political leaning and you don't work out. You tend to be another political leaning and you eat certain chemicals. You tend to be of certain political leaning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. I'm not trying to be a leftist or a rightist either. I'm, I'm really a centrist. I'm like, I tell people I'm like an alien flying above it all, trying to figure it all out. Dude, uh, I feel, I feel the same way. I'm just like, I feel like I'm, I used to be a far, far uh, right sort of, dude but i i just i just quit dabbling in politics because i feel like man it, it consumes people's lives but uh and it, and it makes their lives miserable but for the most part i definitely do lean to the right uh 100 well you know i've had to keep for secret for so long that i didn't hate donald trump not that i was a fan because i hadn't been on on board with team trump until this year i kind of yeah. just i kind of just sat on the fence and listened to everything knowing that you know usually the media is not right yeah. so if they're trashing yeah. trump usually that means trump's good yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. but 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 to say this whole, especially the past, not this year because the election year has been different, but prior to this year, even if you kind of not even said it, but even if you put the energy in the room that you had any kind of, oh, maybe Trump's okay, you're going to get attacked. Dude, you were like vile. Yeah. You they can't, like you can't, you couldn't talk about it. So it's been... And I, you know, I, you know, I want to be canceled now because I realize if you if you cancel me, I'm going to be more powerful than I'll ever. Oh, be. dude, yeah, a hundred percent. I uh, back in the day, dude, I was like super on board with Trump, and I actually I lost like a ton of friends. I even I used to be like real tight in the Houston hardcore scene, uh, which is basically just you know heavy music. And I I didn't leave on bad terms by any means. I'm still cool with a lot of the people, and they're all they were all cool people. But I did have this one particular person message me, and this dude he had. He had been in trouble uh, before in the scene for basically being an abuser. Uh, so he would like, he was just a creep and he would take advantage of women at the worst, you know, possible times. And uh, anyways, he like found out I had supported Donald Trump and he messaged me and he was like, you know, he's a racist. And I was like, bro, aren't you like, like, why, what are you, like, you're a rapist. Like, what are you confronting me about? Like, you have no moral high ground here. You know, like these people, a lot of them were just delusional and it's just, I don't know. But I lost a ton of friends. A lot of people cut ties with me. But in the long run, it was better. Uh, it worked out for the best, anyways. So you emptied your cup of all those left lift. You emptied your cup of all those leftists to fill it up with all those lifters. Exactly. Now I'm surrounded by a community of lifters, community fitness gains. Uh, but like I said, I mean, everyone in the hardcore scene, for the most part, was pretty cool here. Yeah, and my whole thing is too is uh, it. I'm I'm a skinny looking dude that you would think might be a leftist, but I'm not. That's what's interesting about me, and I've disappointed a lot of people who. Well, dude, it, that's because you're you're six four. You're you're a giant. Yeah, pumping pumping with test people, but people thought for whatever reason because I never vocalized it that I was a leftist, and uh, you know because I'm a druggie and I like to do psychedelics and free love and you know all these things that are yeah usually considered leftist ideologies. Well, no, it's not that at all. I'm just, you know, that just happens to be in that side of the, the little thing. But I'm uh, right in the middle with uh, everyone else, too. I'm not, you know what I mean? So I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. I think I'm out of gas. I got to wake up pretty early tomorrow. And it's almost. Yeah, dude, I feel that. I got, I got to go to church. So. Oh, amen. That's another thing <laughs> I, find, I find out on your page is, uh, it, it, I'll just end it with this. It seems a lot of lifters are very spiritual in a, in a, in a Christian way. And, uh, yes. they, and, they, and they tend to, in my experience of looking at your page, 
tend to shun the, uh, I guess, liberal, non-godly ideas of the West. Yeah, no, very they're, much. So. They're more they're very traditional people. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, very much. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, I guess we'll just <laughs> we'll just cut it yeah. off there. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a good place to end it. It so. actually went better than I thought it was going to go with zero prep outside of what I already know about your page, which I love. So, dark iron gains. Uh, starting off the new year, starting off the podcast with dark iron gains and so get your pump strong leave leave us with some words of wisdom and anything else uh, you want to promote it's the the floor is yours all right cool uh dark iron gains love it kill it all right in the wise words of rich biana uh you know 2021 it's a new year new opportunities uh you know you have all year now to make as much progress as you want you just have to buckle down don't be a coomer uh don't be a porn addict uh, and in the wise words of Lenny, Big Lenny, don't be a cookie cutter. So 2021, get after it. That's basically all I got to say. Amen. All right, guys. It is day three now by the time you're hearing this. So you, if you're counting, it's so easy to start at the beginning of the year. You can remember how long you've started. So you've heard it from Dark Iron Gaines himself now. Get in the gym. Get your fat ass moving. Get the blood pumping. And uh, uncuck yourself from porn all right you guys enjoy it i'll be back soon with lots more q anon quackery take care guys god bless all right let me stop recording